Are you looking for a licensed realtor who can provide real estate services to home buyers, sellers, investors, and renters in the state of Michigan and Georgia? You are? How about a licensed realtor whose mission is to provide you with guidance, education, customer service, and expertise in real estate? I know someone who can help. His name is John Pendleton. He's a licensed realtor with EXP Realty, LLC. And he's here to provide his time and commitment to work for you. Whether you want to sell, invest, or buy, John Pendleton is your guy. You can find John's contact information in the description box of this episode. Are you looking to buy a home in the next six months? Dr. Janae Stokes, the financial coach, can help you get home loan financing or refinancing if you are already a homeowner. She can also help increase your credit score to get the lowest interest rates available. So connect with Dr. Janae Stokes, the financial coach, using the links in the description box below. All right, now let's get into the episode. I wanted to pop on and give a quick introduction. This is hands down the most important podcast that we have recorded thus far. And I beg you, stay on for the entire podcast. There is such a wealth of knowledge wrapped up in this dialogue that I don't want you to miss any second of it. Our guest, Yoel, has such wisdom and such insight that has been given to him through the Father, and it was so gracious of him, and I'm so thankful that Yahweh put it upon his heart to share this message with us. So buckle up, and please stay tuned for the entire podcast. Shabbat Shalom. I'm your host, Melissa Collins. We are now well into season three, which is all about testimony and the power and the goodness of our Father Yahweh. And tonight, I am honored to have as our special guest, Yoel Ben Israel. He is a writer. He has his own blog, which I highly suggest you check out. He's also a transcriptionist, but most importantly, he is here graciously tonight to share with us an important message. So, Yoel, welcome to the podcast. Shabbat shalom, everybody, and to those, I guess, who will be listening to this in the future. Shalom to you all. Perfect peace to you, to you guys and gals. Um, Thank you so very much, uh, Melissa, um, for um, affording me this opportunity to be on your Spirit of Truth podcast. Um, This is a beautiful podcast and, and, and amazing platform so i'm i'm bubbling with excitement 
um, to chat with you, chat with you this evening. So thank you so very much. Thank you, man. Oh, thank you for coming on. We've been we've been chatting about this for some time, right. and uh, you know Yahweh is always on time. His time is always perfect. So I am just really excited that this Shabbat is the time and. I'll share a little bit of my Shabbat today. It's just been such a blessing. We had four children be baptized into the kingdom. Wow. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. Oh man. The kingdom of heaven and the citizenship. Like that has been the theme. No one at fellowship had any idea what the podcast was going to be about tonight. Wow. Yahweh is just so good and he is in all the details. So I have cold chills right now. <laughs> like, okay. That's so beautiful. I oh hear you, gosh. Father. Like this is this yes. is a divine conversation. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wow. Bless the king. That is that is so awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Four kingdom citizens. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, so I guess if you don't mind telling our audience a little bit about yourself, where you're from, just tell us about Yoel. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, um, so my name is Yoel Ben Israel. Um, and so, it, it, you know, it's funny that you mentioned testimonies, um, because you know, um, my my very first episode that I did, um, for for my podcast, I shared my uh, testimony on there. And, um, and, you know, it's a, it's a long story. So what I'll do is I'll just uh, truncate it and give you guys the, the short, sweet, and, and neat version of it. Um, but yes, my, my, my name is Yoab and Israel. Um, I am a, uh, a brother. I'm, 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 I'm a friend. I'm a, a Bible study buddy. Um, I am a uh, husband to my um, beautiful wife, um, Crystalline. Um, and, but, and, and I, um, I will submit most importantly, I am a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and I'm, I'm, I'm so um, just man grateful and so thankful to be able to share um, the, the good news regarding uh, regarding the kingdom and, and to be able to help um, the audience and, and to help all of us understand why it is such good news. Um, but yeah, you know, um, so I was um, uh, born into... Um, the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society of Pennsylvania. So that means that um, I grew up around Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, early, early on um, in my childhood, my mom would take me and my younger brother um, to uh, to the Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses. And, um, you know, uh, <laughs> um, I, I was fascinated by, you know, they were the first um, persons or people to introduce me to this, this beautiful book called the Bible. And so from that point on, um, February 24, 2007, I, I got immersed, uh, I got baptized by um, a um, uh, elder within the uh, Watchtower Society. And um, fast forwarding to about 20, 22, really 23 years old, I really started to question um, my religion. I started to question uh, my faith and my, my overall, my ideology, what I, what I believed in. Um, and also there, there were some, uh, some current events that happened that catalyzed that this, this kind of like, um, interrogation, if you will, or like, like, like this, this background investigation of mm-hmm. my religion. And so, um, man, yeah. So, so after, um, that and just investigating, um, I, I broke away from the Watchtower Society 
And I now realize I didn't have the language to articulate it back then, but I now realize that what King Yahweh was doing, and I believe he's doing this with, with a lot of us. He called me away from my from, from that religion to be a citizen within his kingdom of heaven. And so um, I can be long-winded, y'all, so please forgive me. So, but that's the that's the um, espresso shot of my testimony. <laughs> Right I love here. it. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can tell, he is a beautiful writer. I know I mentioned your blog. I just, of course, I've, I've been on your blog and I've read some of your posts and you oh, definitely man. have a way with words. So it's oh, amazing to hear that you speak in the same way you write. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm a, I'm a uh, self-proclaimed word nerd for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> a word nerd. I love that. Yes, <laughs> I totally am. Yes, ma'am. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, one of the th- you just touched on one of the things I wanted to ask you about was um, the background you come from Jehovah's Witnesses and then becoming Messianic. And then I was reading uh, again through your testimony. Uh, do you care to share a little bit on, you know, like, I think they, they ask you to be a teacher. Is that right? Yes, yes. So, um, so wow. So, yeah. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, my journey, uh, man. So, from the Watchtower Society, um, you know, I was so there's this there's this school within the Watchtower Society called the the the, um, the Theocratic Ministry School, and um, it is it's a really smart thing that the Watchtower Society does. They train up and they groom people, um, even children who have, who, who, who attend the Kingdom Hall, who go to the Kingdom Hall, especially those who are, um, who are, who are baptized into the uh, religion, um, they, they groom us within the school to um, be um, public speakers, to be orators, to, to, to be um, uh, evangelists, to preach, to, to be able to um, have the language and, and and the vernacular to articulate what we believe to go from door to door which is which is what they call that field service and, and to be able to um reason with people from the scriptures um regarding um what what the watchtower deems as the truth right and so i after leaving there i um man i i i, I went on on this search to find a um home assembly and so you know so i um, tell this 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 this, this uh, story. Uh, so you know, so when when, when I left the White House Society, I was um, praying to the King, and I was asking King Yahweh just just one Shabbat. Um, I was like, okay, um, uh, please please show me which assembly you want me to go to. And so one of my very first instances was I was um, in Michigan, and I drove to this place called the Woodward Shul. And so I went to the parking lot and I, and I parked there. And so um, uh, I, I parked the car and, and I was praying to the king. And I was like, okay, well, if, if you want me to come here, then then please, please let me know. Give, give me a sign or, 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 or something, right? And so um, lo and behold, not 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 uh, many minutes from then, so a guy walks out and, uh, and he, he has a kippa on and, and he has long flowing tassels. And he looks to his right and he looks to his left and he pulls out a, a cigarette and, and, and he begins to, he begins to smoke the cigarette. And, and so, and so me, you know, my, my, uh, my sense of humor kicked in and I was like, man, like, um, you know, uh, religion must be really, really stressful. And, and so I, I left from that place and I eventually went to 
um, this uh, I want to I want to at the assembly called Great Awakening International Assembly, and and yes, they they, they did to, to to get to your, your question, uh, they they did ask me to um to be a teacher, and so what I was teaching was I was teaching this class called the the Basora class, and essentially um all that is what it means is is, is the the good news class Basora that's um Hebrew for for news or or, or more specifically. And, um, and what I found out today, actually, um, uh, Basora Tobah means means good news within the Hebrew tongue. Um, and so yeah, so I was I was teaching um, that 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 class, and uh, it's a funny story about how I how I got in that seat of teaching um, uh, uh, as well. Um, but yeah, so I, I was teaching that class for for, for a time, and um, uh, eventually. During Shabuot 2021, there was a question that was laid upon my heart that that really that really was the um, really was the catalyst for me uh, uh, being where I am now in regards to my um, my love and my zeal for for, for the kingdom. Um, and so uh, yeah, so I I, I pray that, that 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 answers the question, um, and I and I uh, didn't get lost uh, answering your question there. Um, but, but, but yes, yes, ma'am. Um, they, they had me teach for a season, um, the, what would they, what they call the, the Basora class or the, or the Basora ministry within, um, Great Awakening International. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was absolutely because when I was reading through, uh, you teaching the Basora class was where it sounded like that was where maybe you discovered what the kingdom paradigm was and, um, I'll let you articulate it better than I can if you just kind of want to pick up from there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, ma'am. So, um, okay, so, and and, you know, so what I will do is I will throw this in there as well. And so the the assembly that I am um, a part of, and so, you know, we, we, they um, have put this, put this forward in regards to what, what the good news is. And this is going to connect with the kingdom paradigm and 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 why I am why the king he's helped me to see why why it's so important Yahweh is why it's so important for us to um understand the, the kingdom paradigm as it relates to the good news or the um uh Basora Toba as well. Um and so while while teaching this class I was um reading the information so I, I was I, I was given a um packet and and as I'm reading the information um I, I'm reading about the good news and and as well and um I was still questioning in in my mind actually what what, what Yahshua said and so um if it's okay I, I would like to read um that that, that verse that, that Yahshua says uh, let's see yes. Okay, awesome, awesome, cool. Yes, she, she said, you know, it's, 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 it's cool to read the Bible on a Bible podcast. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's, <yes> <laughs> that's, that's an awesome thing. Um, and so when we go to Matthew 10, and um, and I'll start at, I'll read verses 7 and verse 8. And so it says, and as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 8, heal the sick cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. And so I'll be totally vulnerable and transparent with you, Melissa, and your lovely audience listening in, your, your, your listenership. When I when I read 
when I read verse eight, that that really just just scared me because in the midst of being in the front of of the class and and this very verse was it's inside the packet as well in the midst of reading that I, I was thinking within within my mind like man I've I've never healed the sick I, I've never cleansed the leper I don't even know if lepers still exist today I've never went to a funeral and and raised the dead I've never cast out a demon and so and so those words of the Messiah they were very intimidating to me back then and 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 what's interesting too is, is verse seven um when, when the messiah tells, tells us what to preach um that wasn't the message that i was preaching the 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 basore message that that i understand to be the good news at that time was um salvation had come to israel and and not christians but the king had to had to really work with me and he had to polish me up and he had to show me that hey you know you i i love that you, you have your face set like flint when it comes to um the good news and, and wanting to preach proclaim and to publish the good news that that's that, that said within within my my scriptures within my bible um but you are missing something and so cut to shabuot the feast of weeks 2021 um i i heard a teacher within Great Awakening International say say this during the during the Shabbat service, the teacher said, we need the governor. And when when he said that, and so so I had prayed during Shabbat 2021, I was asking King Yahweh, you know, you know, our king, I feel like I'm I'm missing something regarding the, the good news. I feel like there there's a there's a puzzle piece that is ambiguous, that's hazy, that's hazy to me that I'm I'm not quite understanding. Can you please help me out? Help me to understand what I'm missing. And so when, when when that teacher said we need the governor, that, that really sparked my curiosity because I'm a very curious guy. I, I as you can ask my wife, I ask questions um uh 100 miles per hour um <laughs> because I I really wanna 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 understand. And so um when he said we need the governor, I I, I was thinking to myself like wow I've never really heard that type of phraseology used ever. And so I, I, I began to hop on my laptop and I began to research and hop on Google and hop on YouTube. And so it led me back to the, these two verses that just, 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 just thoroughly intimidated me. And when I typed in kingdom of heaven on YouTube, there is a gentleman by the name of Dr. Miles Monroe. I didn't, I had no idea who he was at the time. He was talking to a guy named Benny Hinn. And listening to his conversation, um, Dr. Miles Monroe, he, he, was, he was unpacking the kingdom, the kingdom of, of heaven and why it was, it was the good news in such a way that caused me to really look at myself and say, wow, I, I've, I've read Matthew 10, verse 7, so many times, but for some reason, it, it, I was blind to it until this very moment. And so that's when the kingdom paradigm came in for me because I, the king helped me to realize that if we as, we call ourselves believers, we call ourselves kingdom citizens, if we are to fully function and move and navigate through this life as kingdom citizens and, and we, we love the Bible, this book that we call the Bible, the Holy Scriptures, the, the Holy Writ, the Tanakh, the, the Brick Shah, 
it truly is through and through a kingdom book. And what I realized in that moment, Melissa, is that I was I was misunderstanding the good news message because it's about kingdom. And at the time that that I was teaching the Basora class, I had no clue what a kingdom was, how it functions, how it operates. And so that's why I would submit to us all that it's so important for us to understand the kingdom prototype, the kingdom paradigm, kingdom principles, because it's, it's, and I can speak for myself, it, it truly has helped me to understand Yah, the, the king of heaven, and also to understand his, um, as I, as the, <laughs> as I like like to call it, his 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 constitution, um, the scriptures yes. in a uh fresh, um, new um revelatory light to where it really demystifies to me the overall intention and the original idea of King Yahweh. And so that's my very long winded answer to to, to your question, Melissa. <laughs> It is like you are reading my note. <laughs> the, uh, on my, I would, oh, I may snapshot this and send it to you later. Um, okay. On my notes, like when I was reading through your blog, like one of the most profound things that I read where you had written, the Holy Spirit is governor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. Like, I was like, wow that impacted me so hard so like I have governor like all underlined exclamation point and you mentioned that and then the very next thing that I read that I would just made me sit back in my chair was um in part three was where you had written about the kingdom paradigm and then I wrote this concept and I said the bible is a kingdom book <laughs> and yes. so you're like you were just going through my notes here <laughs> <It's incredible. laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome yeah yes. but I had never really you know until until you and I had, had started our dialogue I'd never like you said I had read these verses so many times Yes, ma'am. And I remember reading Yeshua saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand yes ma'am yes Yes, you, you know, you know what's what's fascinating about that, about that, Melissa, and this is why I am a a staunch proponent of language and 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 especially um, the the Hebrew language because what I have um, what I what I'm beginning to understand and also the, the assembly the assembly that I'm a part of. They have totally helped me to, um, uh, I mean, they, they give me confirmation regarding as to why the Hebrew language, one, is, is such, a, such a beautiful language. And also, two, if, if any of us want to understand the original intent of an, of an author, then it, it, it benefits and it behooves us to understand the original language. And so if we want the original definition of something, then it's, it's very expedient for us to look at the original language. And, and so right in, in front of me, Melissa, I have a King James Version Bible. And so I'll be totally honest, it's a, it's a pocket Bible. The, the KJV English, it's not my favorite cup of tea, but I can I can deal with it, you know? And so 
when I look at Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, and so Yahshua, and so it says, from that time, Yahshua began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, I love, you know, the, the KJV, I, I love the, 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 um, the, 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 the scriptures that are laid out within there. But I would submit to us that when we peek behind the English, um, because, you know, the KJV, it's, 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 it's mainly 16th century Elizabethan English. So we don't really talk like, like hither and thither and thou and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm here. So we don't really talk like that anymore. And so, but when, when we look at the Hebrew, it really helped, it helped me to understand what Yahshua is really saying to us all in Matthew 4, 17. And so in the Hebrew tongue, and I will take it to translate it for us as well. In the Hebrew tongue, Matthew 4, 17 says, so the part where Yahshua says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, in the Hebrew tongue, it says, shubu. Now shubu means, it means to repent as well. Ki hagia makuta shamayim. So it's five Hebrew words. Shubu means to repent. Now also, if we, if we were to, to just dig a little bit deeper into that word repent, I love how the Hebrew renders it. And I also love how the Koine Greek renders that, that word repent. Sometimes, you know, I think Melissa, especially, I, 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 I'll use myself as the example. When somebody would tell me, tell me, okay, yeah, well, you, you need to repent. The iconography that would pop up, pop up into my mind would be, I need to, you know, um, uh, you know, I need to crank the waterworks up. I need to cry. I need to hug myself and you know just 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 feel bad, feel contrite, and and and, and there's nothing wrong with that with that at all. I, I believe that that is a part and a parcel of repentance as well. But also when we when we look at at the Greek, the Greek word is um, egizo, and egizo it, it literally it says that it literally means to it means to think differently, and it means to to, to change the way that we think to change our thinking. And so I would submit that coupled with, with feeling contrition and, and feeling remorse for sinning and turning for that, from, from that sin, because we can cry about committing a, a sin and rebelling against King Yahweh and his, his kingdom called heaven, but we can cry, but also we cannot think differently regarding that, that sin, because sometimes deep down in our mind and our subconscious, we know that when a when a convenient time comes around, we're we're going to commit commit that sin again. But if we were to think differently about this sin, if we were to change our thinking about about sin, period, then that is really going to cause us to turn from that because any action that we do, it starts within our mind. And, and once once a person's thinking is is changed, then that's when their habits start to change and that's when their ideology and their and their, their lifestyle starts start to change also and so 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 that's that's shubu so shubu so that means to repent so yashua immediately he goes for our mind he says change the way that you think why do, why do i need why do i need to change the way that i think because the kingdom of heaven is is at hand now what's very interesting is that hebrew word there hagia that's hey gimel yod ayin hey I slowed down and, and, and I took care to look that up. The Hebrew word there, Hagia, means arrived, past tense. And so when I looked that up, I was like, wow, 
So you mean to tell me that Yahshua was saying, essentially, we can put it all together and say Yahshua was, is articulating to us and Matthew 4, 17, he's saying, he's saying, hey, change the way you think because the kingdom of heaven has arrived. And so this is the good news that Yahshua is preaching to first century Israel in Matthew uh, 4, verse 17. And, and so this message right here, this was a game changer for me to, to say the least. Because Yahshua is telling us, Melissa, that we have an opportunity to change our thinking because the kingdom of heaven has arrived and Yahshua's entire ministry is amplifying this message and demonstrating this message in word and power. And now he's he's passing the, the baton to us for us to proclaim this good news as well, that we all have an opportunity to change the way that we think because the kingdom of heaven has indeed arrived during Yahshua's very first coming. Yes. See, this is so incredible. This is why I'm so excited to have you on this podcast because <laughs> I am one of those people and little did I know I still too and it's just amazing you know I've been I've been messianic I've been in this walk I've been radically changed and and wow. every day it's you know 10 years later now I still it's like I have so much more to learn and I am one yes, of these people I read this and I'm like yes <laughs> I need to change my way of thinking too. This is <laughs> me this too. Life changing stuff here. Yes, oh my man. gosh, I am so excited about this. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. You know, so when, when, when we, you know, I, I, so I have to read this too. This is, this is Isaiah nine and six because. Oftentimes, I think, Melissa, when we, and so I'll use myself as the example again, when we pick up the Bible, so I am American born, I am American bred, so I have been cultured, I'm 32 years old, I have been cultured by uh, by America. Uh, and, and, and so what's very interesting is that America is a republic. And, and, and if I may be more specific, America is a constitutional republic or even America is a uh, flat out democracy. Mm-hmm. And, and so what what I have been studying, thanks, thanks to King Yahweh, what he's been helping me to understand is that when we look at America and when we look at this, this beautiful book called the Bible, America is a democracy. But if 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 we if we remember, notice that in Matthew 4, 17, Yahshua, notice what Yahshua did not say. Yahshua did not say, change the way you think, because the Republic of Heaven has arrived. Right? <laughs> I think <laughs> you know, I you know, and 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 the selfish American within me sometimes is like, man, it would have been so much easier if Yahshua would have said heaven was was a was a republic because I get that. I get that every four years we go vote. You know, I get that. You know, I get a chance as an American citizen to voice my opinion and I can even make my opinion be heard if I go vote and I can um, I can uh, do my best to go to town hall meetings, to go to community meetings, 
to voice my opinion to to get some to get some legislation to be passed and, and so you know so but what the king has helped me to understand is that democracy and kingdom they are night and day Are you a Hebrew parent that's looking to instill some righteous fun in the lives of your little ones? If that's you, then look no further than the coloring books authored by Shakaha Hanana. Her wrapped in beauty, virtuous daughters, and righteous sons coloring books will give your sons and daughters a chance to enjoy the Bible through coloring and creativity. If you would like to order Shakaha's coloring books, then you can contact her using the information in this podcast episode description box below. Facing Adversity and Winning at Life Authored by Davina Stallworth will help you conquer that fear through faith in King Yahweh. If you're ready to become a champion in life, add Davina Stallworth's book to your library today by using the links in the description box below. say that your physical health is important to you? How about your financial, personal, and mental health? State certified financial advisor and the author of Why is the Church So Unhealthy? and The Health Quadrant, Tim Ferguson Jr. wants to help individuals like you. Tim is a crusader with a heart to help others with his two published books, 30 plus years of physical health slash nutrition savviness and 20 plus years of financial expertise. Ready to live your healthiest life? Then connect with Tim using the information in the description box below. They're totally antithetical. Yes, they're totally opposite to each other. And so this, these, this right here, this is Isaiah. This is Isaiah 9 and 6. And so this verse right here flew over my head and I didn't quite grasp what, what was being articulated here until the king helped me to see that I was missing something regarding the good news. So Isaiah 9 verse 6 says this. It said, and, and, and this is, I mean, this is a, it's a, it's so familiar. 
It says, to us, a child is born and to us, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Mighty El, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And so, you know what? This is so good. I'm I'm going to read um, verse number seven. Um, of the increase of the government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of, of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment, with justice from here on out, even forever. The zeal of Yah of hosts will perform this. And so I want to just, just back up and go to verse six. And, and there are two words within the English that I really want to highlight. Where in verse 6, Isaiah 9, 6, where it says, the government will be upon his shoulder. The government. What I have been coming to understand, Melissa, um, thanks to the king, thanks to his word, thanks to his Holy Spirit, the, the, the who functions as the governor in, within the kingdom of, of heaven, is that Yahshua, the Messiah, didn't come to bring a religion to the earth. Yahshua the Messiah came to bring not just a government, but the government yes. back to earth, right? And so one, one could pose a question and say, well, okay, well, what government is, is Yahshua specifically talking about? And so when we read in, in Matthew 4, 17, we read in Mark um, 1, verses 14 and 15, we read in Luke uh, 4, verse 43, and also we read in John um, 3, verses 1 through 5, that this government is the kingdom of heaven. And so when the Messiah brings this, he announces that he brought this during his first coming. And so since he brought this during his first coming, we have to change what we think because me being an American, my thinking has been influenced by American pop culture. And also, you know, <laughs> um, to, to, to be transparent too, I am a recovering pop culture junkie. I, I, was, I was that guy who would be sitting at home watching TV, watching Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, watching all the sitcoms and saying, man, I want to go to Hollywood. I want to be a child actor. I want to go and be in movies. I want to, you know, do all those things because the rich and famous lifestyle, that to me, like, I mean, that's the, that, that's, that's the American dream. If I can just do that, do, do, do what they do. And man, like, you know, they look like they, they love what they do, you know, and like it doesn't look like work to them. So if I can just do that, then I've made it. But what's interesting, in, in, in 2020, the king told me during COVID, he told me to cut the TV off. And so I was like, huh? Yeah, he said, so, so I, I cut the TV off and I really started to lean more into writing. And that's when the king, he really started to deal with me in regards to showing me that behind the scenes of Hollywood, behind the scenes of the media, there are some people working who don't have my kingdom interest at hand. Mm -hmm. And so, and so that's when I began to see like, wow, me being an American. And yes, I, I know that I have to keep the Torah. I have to honor your laws. I have to honor your commandments. I have to, um, I get a chance to honor Shabbat and, and all your, your beautiful feast days. Um, but I still have this, this, Americanness, if that's even a word, within me that is 
help it that, that that's kind of blocking my understanding of of this kingdom book called the Bible. And, and so I, I say all that to say, you know, I have to do my very best to unlearn how to stop thinking like an independent spirited American who uh, has been cultured in, in this American pop culture that, that, that teaches me two things that I, <laughs> that I, because America runs off of individual vote and, and, and the punchline is there's no vote within kingdom. Nobody voted King Yahweh on the throne. And the news is nobody can vote King Yahweh off the throne. And also, number two, what America has preached to, to me is that this, this thing called private, um, this thing called capitalism, and capitalism involves private ownership. So American has taught me that not only have I do I have this, this independent spirit as an American, but also that I can 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 vote people in and in, 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 in and out of office and I can and that I also own things and what the king showed me was I was trying to bring my American democratic mindset into the kingdom of heaven and that is is not it, that wouldn't benefit me to thrive and to flourish as a, as a kingdom citizen within his kingdom called heaven Oh, you're exactly right. I mean, you are preaching right now. <laughs> that everything you said is so spot on with the way America is. I mean, we were we were built by rebels. I mean, that is our, our yes, country ma'am. was founded. And we are supposed to be servants and in submission to him as our father and our king and our husbands. Yes. And um, another thing that as you were speaking that was brought to my mind was how you know, if you look at America today, I mean, you just have to hop, hop on TikTok for 10 seconds and yeah. you see all of these Americans making fun of our leader. I mean, yes. but that's not the norm in a kingdom. In a kingdom, we would be bowing. We would yes. be, you know, giving honor and respect to our king and yes, we don't get to have that experience as Americans. We don't understand that. You know, it's just like yes. in our households, we teach our children to honor and respect their parents. And so likewise, in teaching them that, they can use that as they learn to honor and respect our Heavenly Father. But we miss yes. that with the kingdom because as Americans, we don't have a king to bow down yes. to. And so, yeah, you are, you are preaching. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead. (laughs) No, 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 you are, no, you're, no, you're, you're, um, uh, absolutely fine. And and, and you know what? You're right. You're right. You know, with, I, I've been, uh, you know, a, what I like to call a, um, follower of, of, of the way, um, and, and now especially a, um, uh, kingdom citizen for since since 2022 uh but really really january 2023 and you know i would as 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 i was searching and looking looking for a home assembly what what really just discouraged me melissa was i saw a lot of division even what people would call the um the the, uh, the the Hebrew roots movement, whether we want to call it 
um, the Messianic movement, um, the, the the Yahshua movement, and you know this the division it almost discouraged me to the point where I was going to walk away from the the the, the whole movement and and go back to the White Star Society. Why do I say this? I say this because as as Americans, when we when we pick up this this book called the Bible, this this is is through and through a kingdom book. But what's very interesting is as Americans, if we don't take care to understand how a kingdom works, if we don't if we don't take care to understand um, different dynamics uh of a kingdom for example the the, the dynamic of, of of like like you said um uh ever so eloquently a, a a king right what is it what is it what's it like to live under a king as an american i had no idea and so within a, within the kingdom you, you gotta have a king and i mean the, the, there, there are so many principles but but to, to just just to give give a quick list um so within the kingdom you, you gotta have a king and well, also, this means that kings are automatically lords, and so and so there is this this lordship ownership dynamic within the kingdom. There is a domain because the word kingdom essentially is is it's a compound word, right? So so there's king, it's king plus domain, and so when everybody when, when so when we say kingdom of heaven, that articulates to me to me two things. There's a king, his name is Yahweh, and his domain is called heaven. So this king named Yahweh, he has full governing influence, full domain, full jurisdiction over his domain called heaven, right? You have the constitution, you have um, keys. Do, do, do we all remember in Matthew 16, 19, where Yahshua says, he, now he, he, he's talking to um, Peter, and he's talking to Peter, one of his disciples, and he says in Matthew 16, 19, and I will give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you will bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you will loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so Yahshua tells, articulates to us that there are keys within the kingdom of heaven that it also benefits us to learn about. Um, there is this dynamic, this principle called citizenship, right? Citizenship is totally a privilege. It's a total privilege. And this is, this is also, Melissa, what differentiates a democracy from a kingdom. In a democracy, we as citizens in America, we can vote for the leader. So if somebody does not like um, President Joseph Biden, somebody does not like um, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, they can every four years go to the polls and they have the luxury and the latitude to vote them out of office, right? Mm -hmm. But within a kingdom, the king elects the citizens. And so what's so beautiful about that is King Yahweh looked at Melissa Collins and said, you know what? I want her to be in my kingdom of heaven. King Yahweh looked at Yahweh and Israel and said, you know what? I, I, I want him to be in my kingdom of heaven. This is why Yahshua says in, in John or Yochanan 17, we are in the world, but how many know that we're not, we're not of this world? And so if somebody has, has, has said to you lately, you're so different, Melissa, you're so unique, you're, you're, you're so peculiar. Why do you rest during this thing called Sabbath? Why do you keep this, this thing called Torah? 
why do you wear these these funny looking strings with a blue ribbon flowing through them? Why don't you eat pork anymore? If they start saying that to you, then that's a great indicator that you, you you're in the world, but you're not of this world, Amen. right? <laughs> right, and, and, and so um, just to, 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 I mean, to, to give a couple more components and principles of a kingdom, because I just really want want to help the body of Yahshua to understand that this book is, is truly a, a kingdom book. And once we understand that, then we're going to fully understand the what our true kingdom assignment is, because I think that and, and, and I'll, um, I'll speak for myself first. I, I was completely missing the assignment that the king has has given us as believers, as kingdom citizens more specifically, because it's a kingdom assignment. And and so if I don't know the first thing about kingdom, the assignment is 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 I mean, it's just it's gonna go, it's gonna fly right up right over my head, right? And so a couple more principles about a kingdom is you have this 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 dynamic called world privilege. Um, you, you have you have this um, uh, this principle called Commonwealth, and, and so within within America, I would I would submit to us that the economic security system within America and within most democracies is capitalism. To sum it up, really quick, capitalism essentially is the rich capitalizing on the poor to to get to become richer. Mm-hmm. And so within America, I am taught that this laptop. That I'm that that we're doing this beautiful podcast episode on right now. This is my laptop. You, you know, Melissa. You know, Melissa. You know. So I woke up. You know, through, throughout throughout the six working days, I went to work. I clocked in. I use you know my sweat, my blood, my tears t- to get money to purchase my laptop. But within a kingdom, the economic security system is totally different. The economic security system within the kingdom and and, and this, this includes heaven as well because heaven heaven is a kingdom too it's called commonwealth what does that mean commonwealth it, it means that the wealth is common amongst the entire citizenry of kingdom citizens so this means that every citizen so you melissa and myself we don't have to covet each other if you have a nice fancy car that's your favorite color and you you have a big, big huge huge house um, with you know uh, that's that, that that's that's that decorated beautifully and your lawn is, is manicured. I don't have to come and say, man, I wish I had a big house like Melissa did. I, you know, I wish I had a a, a, a fancy um, pink Tesla like 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 how Melissa has. I don't have to covet because within within this Commonwealth economy in the Kingdom of Heaven, every law-abiding citizen has equal access to King Yahweh's riches, his wealth, and his resources. And I'm a I'm a try not to shout hallelujah too loud on this, but man, how many know that King Yahweh is the wealthiest king that will ever exist? Not only does he own everything in his kingdom of heaven, which the street are made of that they're made of gold, but he owns the whole entire earth. Not just Texas, not just Israel, not just America, not just Africa, not just Europe. He owns the whole shebang. And so everything, Melissa, come on. So (laughs) since he owns everything, (laughs) 
remember when, when you, you know, Yahshua said this. Yahshua said this in, in, in the book of Luke. Luke 18, 28. And I love this. Luke 18, 28 says this. Then Peter said, look, we have left everything and followed you. And Yahshua said to them, amen. I say to you, there is nobody, no man who has left house, parents, brothers, wife, children, for the kingdom of God's or heaven's sake, who will not receive manifold more when? Oh, a thousand years from now, 2000 years from now. No, he says you receive manifold more in this present age right now and in, in the age to come everlasting life. And so he just got done talking to a rich young ruler who had great possessions that greatly possessed him. He couldn't walk away from his wealth because he thought that he owned his wealth. But in reality, his, 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 his wealth owned him as a kingdom citizen. We don't work for money. We are supposed to have our money work for us. We're supposed to employ every dollar. And also we're supposed to be good stewards over the finances that the king has blessed us with to multiply that and to be able to advance his kingdom of heaven as well. But Yahshua says that you're going to, if whatever, he says, if you, if you think that you, you, if you left parents and brothers, wives for the kingdom of heaven's sake, in, in this walk, Melissa, I can testify to this. He says, I'll, I will give you manifold houses. In this walk, I have never been homeless. I'll, I'll give you a hundred parents. There are so many parental figures that I have encountered as a kingdom citizen that, 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 that the women that have shown me maternal love, men that have shown me um, paternal love as a father figure, brothers. Yahshua says, I will give you a hundred brothers. I have so many brothers in the faith, in the kingdom of heaven, that I, I can't even count on two hands at all. Um, children for the kingdom of heaven's sake, Yahshua says, we'll receive manifold more in this present time because all the resources and, and, and wealth and riches that we need, they're all, they're all afforded to us in the kingdom of heaven. So there is no need to covet because there is daily bread and, and opulence available for everybody within the kingdom. And, and, and this, the last thing that, that I'll say, Melissa, and then I will, I will hush. No, no, keep going because you you are preaching it as you were as you were saying all of this like my mind is going 100 miles an hour like <laughs> the parable of the talents makes so much more sense and then you said yes, the daily bread. you are unlocking so many doors in my mind right now like wow, mom, hallelujah. this is amazing so keep going <laughs> <laughs> so so i will i will say this the Messiah invites the rich young ruler to have treasure in heaven. In verse 22, in Luke 18, 22, he says, Now when Yahshua heard these things, he said unto him, You lack just one thing. Sell everything that you have and distribute it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. And 23 says, And when he, the rich young ruler, heard this, he was very sorrowful, because he was very rich. What I would like to submit to us is that Yahshua was inviting 
as he is inviting all of us and he wants, he's passing the baton to us to be kingdom citizens of heaven, to be ambassadors of heaven, to recognize and to acknowledge that if we have been born from above through water and Ruach HaKodesh or the Holy Spirit, the set apart spirit, that we are citizens in the kingdom of heaven right at, right at this very moment. Yahshua was inviting this rich young ruler to have treasure in heaven. I was talking to some youth and I, I was asking them within the youth group, you know, who was richer? Who was wealthier in this conversation? Was the rich young ruler, did, did he have a bigger bank account or did Yahshua Hamashiach have a bigger bank account? And what's very interesting, Melissa, is that most of the youth said, they articulated that, oh, well, you know, Yahshua, he was he was richer when it came to spiritual riches, you know, and so and so they gave that answer. But people said when it came to the when it came to the uh, dollar bill, when it came to the greenbacks, oh, the rich young ruler all day. I would submit to us, Melissa, that Yahshua was infinitely more wealthier than the rich young ruler. Absolutely. Not, yes, ma'am. Not just spiritually, not just financially, but on a but but Yahshua has he Yahshua had. Oh man, he, he had community wealth. He had solical wealth. He had spiritual wealth. He had, uh, he was a part of this kingdom called heaven where King Yahweh is the owner of everything. And so Yahshua was inviting this rich young ruler to have treasure in heaven. And, and, and I like to say treasure in heaven is without measure because there is no resource there is no there there are no riches there are no um no spheres of wealth that king yahweh does not own exactly and so the <laughs> okay so i will i will say this it tripped me up when i heard yahshua say foxes have dens birds have nests but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head but also what's very interesting is when i go to john chapter 1 and when I look at verse 38 and 39 it says this then Yahshua turned and saw them following and said to them what do you seek? they said to him Rabbi where do you live? now Yahshua said in Matthew that he said foxes have dens, birds have nests but the son of man you know I have nowhere to lay my head notice Yahshua's answer in verse 39 of John 1 Yahshua said to them Come and see. What? It goes on to say, they came and saw where he dwelt and he abode with him that day because it was about the 10th hour or 4 p.m. But wait a minute, Melissa. Did Yahshua said that foxes have dens, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. But when I read the New Testament, when I read the Brick Shah, Yahshua's words ring true in what we read in Luke 18, verses 28 through 30. If you have, if you've left houses, brothers, sisters, parents, for the kingdom of heaven's sake, this will be given to you manifold more now in this age. Yahshua was, was never homeless. He was never without a home. Yahshua stayed with his disciple, Peter. Yahshua... <laughs> Yeah, we see here Yahshua having having a home in, 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 in John 138 39. And so 
Yahshua is trying to get us to understand that <laughs> even, even in Luke 19, when Yahshua came across the chief tax collector, um, Zakai or, or Zacchaeus, Yahshua said, we're coming to your home. Yahshua was trying to show us that within, within the, the kingdom, wealth is not spelled M-O-N-E-Y. It's wealth in America is spelled money. Mm-hmm. But within the kingdom, wealth is spelled A-C-C-E-S-S, access. Oh, that's good. Yahshua had access to any home he wanted. That's why we see when we read Matthew, we read Mark, we read Luke, we read John. Yahshua had access to any home he wanted to be in. So we don't see Yahshua being without food. We don't see Yahshua being without drink. We don't see Yahshua being without clothes. We don't see Yahshua being without shelter. Because just like Yahshua says in Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these things are going to be added to you. Whew. Man, yeah. that is so good. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Wow, you talking about a change of the way you are thinking. This yes, is... This this is life-changing stuff right here. Wow. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We may have we we may have to get you back for another segment <laughs> of this. I mean, this is this is so good. My like I said earlier, I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but <laughs> your blog is fantastic. But this conversation Hallelujah. has been life-changing for me. This is wow. Crazy. So much more impactful. So I'm just going to say it on air. It's recorded. It's documented. It's <laughs> a pivotal changing moment in my life. And I know it will be for my listeners as well. Wow. And I don't know why I said my listeners. They're not my listeners. They're, <laughs> they're people singing Yahweh. Seeking Yahweh. They do not belong to me. <laughs> I'm here trying to spread some seeds along the airways. Me too, and, man. Me too. <laughs> this, this is incredible stuff. I mean, and one of the things that, you know, this is all about the kingdom and all of the different ways, understanding that kingdom paradigm, it changes every, literally changes everything that wow. I was taught. I was, I was raised up as a Baptist. And of course, as you said, just influenced by this American culture that we live in, which is so radically different than the times of the Bible and and a kingdom, all yes, them, we just we've never experienced those things. And Americans, we we had these ton, this tunnel vision, I guess, and we only see things through what we know and what we experience. We never try to put ourselves, <laughs> you know, in the context of where things were. How you and you said it at the beginning of the podcast. We never try to understand things from the author's point of view it's so hard for us to put ourselves in another line of thinking but this changes everything you know and we were the great commission we are told to go out and preach and say the kingdom of heaven is at hand that was part of that so this and that's exactly what you're doing so hallelujah and thank you for your obedience (laughs) yes ma'am this is, this is life changing. So thank you. 
Thank you, thank you. And uh, I feel like there's so much more to unpack here. Um, so uh, officially asking you now if you would consider <laughs> <laughs> coming back and, and doing a second podcast episode. <laughs> if if you're not tired of me and if your audience isn't tired of, 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 of my long-windedness, then I would be honored and I would be just, it's just elated to, to, be, to be able to come back on to, to, to your podcast. Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I am, I'm giving you my word right now. I will. And, and again, I don't, I don't ever want to come across as like, this is not my podcast. This is just, I love I love our father. I love our king. And I yes, love man. to talk about him. And I yes. want everyone to know how good he is. He how radically he changed my life. I was yes, a man. dirty, washed up, good for nothing sinner out in the world. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> he radically changed my life. I am so much different. I'm just not the same person. Wow. I, I don't look like the same person. I'm just completely <laughs> not the same person. Wow. that I was even 10 years ago wow. you know he has just radically changed my life and I want other people to know that and experience that too and I, I give him yes. all the praise honor and glory for bringing yes. you into my life as well and opening up right. this yeah. new way I mean he has literally opened my ears and taken off blinders still today <laughs> with this <Yes>. conversation <laughs> so Thank wow. you. I can't say thank you enough, but I will, I will market this podcast episode more <laughs> than ever because everyone needs to hear this message. Wow. So Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh man. Um, I, I, I thank, uh, thank you, Melissa, so very much. I, I thank you for your obedience to our, um, awesome King, uh, King Yahweh, um, I, I, I am so, uh, man, just, just, just humbled and honored to, to be able to be on this podcast. And also, um, I, I eternally and I perennially give all the glory, all the honor, all, all, all the worship and, and, and all the adulation to King Yahweh, um, for looking down at us, for loving us, um, and, in, in, in this, 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 this in, indescribable, unfathomable unfathomable way and just lavishing upon us th this love and and electing us to be citizens in this kingdom of heaven to invite others to say hey um there is a kingdom where where you don't have to worry about tomorrow you don't have to worry about where your next meal is going to come from you don't have to worry about um where your next drink is going to come from you don't have to worry about where your clothes are going to come from you you, you, know, you don't have to worry about your life there there's a kingdom that has been destined for you since the, before the foundation of the world and we it is 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 the onus is upon us to truly invite people to to say hey um just just like that 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 prodigal um son parable the the father is just waiting for us to to, to come back home he's waiting for you mm -hmm. waiting to, to adorn us with those regal with those with that regal robe he's waiting to adorn us with those regal slippers he's waiting to slaughter that that fatted calf and to to invite us to invite us on we've we've all had our prodigal son moments we've all um ran away from our heavenly father and done our own thing but he's he's calling us because he loves us so very much 
to come back home and to change the way that we think because the kingdom of heaven has indeed arrived. So thank you so very much, Melissa. I I I treasure this and and I love you. I love your audience and 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 I love our king so very much. Oh my goodness. I love him too and I love you and I know my audience is going to as well and they are gonna be hungry just as I am for more of this <laughs> so I what what incredible Shabbat I knew when I got up this morning it was <laughs> this burning in my soul and then it was but you know what Yahweh is so good and he established yes, patterns at the beginning we started off with water this morning and we are closing yeah. out Shabbat with fire. You have brought the fire today. So <laughs> thank you again so much. So at the end of every podcast, we usually pray out uh, just before we say goodbye. So would, would you mind blessing us and, and sharing a prayer here? I would love to. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. King Yahweh, the creator of the kingdom of heaven and the creator of your earth. Um, our owner, our heavenly father, our sustainer, our righteousness, um, our provider, the one who is the host of heaven, the one who has given us life today. We thank you so very much for blessing us um, in such an uh, such an indescribable manner, our King. We thank you for blessing us with your breath of life this morning. We thank you for um, calling us, calling us out of the world, out of this dark, fallen world, which is um, just just uh, sin-stricken. And we thank you for um, your grace, for looking upon a Melissa Collins, for looking upon uh, uh, looking upon myself, for looking upon my uh, my, my lovely wife, for looking upon. Um, different kingdom citizens of Israelite descent and, and of non-Israelite descent and calling them into your kingdom of heaven to be citizens in your kingdom of heaven. I pray our king that just as Yahshua says in Matthew 13, that when, uh, when the good news about your kingdom of heaven is preached, that the, the wicked one has he does try and he tries to snatch away um, this, this seed, the word about the kingdom that was, that's been sown in the hearts of the audience. So I pray, King Yahweh, that you will not allow Hasatan to snatch away any kingdom seed or seeds that have been sown in, into the hearts and the minds of the beloved audience and, and, and in the minds of um, myself and also Melissa that, that you are trying, uh, that you are getting through to us. But I pray that, that the seeds will fall upon good soil. Um, and I pray that, that, that they will sprout up and that they will bear fruit for your kingdom 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. And that the message about your, the good news about us being able to change our thinking, change the way that we think, to be more in alignment with the way your kingdom of heaven functions because your kingdom of heaven has arrived. And so I, I, pray, that, I pray that you will bless Melissa, bless her entire family, um, bless her listenership, her audience, her readership. And I pray that you continue to bless us too. Um, to advance your kingdom of heaven throughout the four corners of your world, um, our King. So we thank you, we love you, and we treasure and we cherish this priceless relationship that we have with you, uh, King Yahweh. And it's all in the authority, the character, and under the influence of your Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh, that we pray to you and we thank you, King Yahweh. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in your kingdom of heaven. Amen and amen.
Amen. Amen. Oh my goodness. Audience, buckle up. <laughs> I know there is more to come and more to unpack here. And Goel and I, we will be talking and we will get this back on the calendar soon. <laughs> so, God bless you, Yoel. Thank you so much again for being obedient and bringing this message and sharing it with the world. Thank you so, so much. And with that, we will sign off. May God bless you and keep you. His face shine upon you and give you shalom. (laughs) Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.